the University of Essex podcast, your non-stop shop to learn about our research, hear genuine student experiences, and to get all your questions answered. Welcome to Understanding University, the ultimate uni podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a collaborative outreach assistant at the University of Essex, and I work closely with our Aspire and Aspire Higher programs. I finished my degree in BA Criminology at the University of Essex in 2019. And my name is Katie, and I'm an outreach assistant, and I also work at the University of Essex with Karina, and I have a first-class degree in Performing Arts. Today we'll be chatting to Catherine and Veronica, who are current undergraduate students at the University of Essex in this episode of Stress Busting for Students. If you have any questions about any topics we discuss, please use the hashtag UnderstandingUni on Twitter, or you can email outreach at essex.ac.uk. So Veronica, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello everyone, my name is Veronica. I'm a lower human rights student and I'm in my final year. Okay, and Catherine? Well, um, hi, I'm Catherine. I'm a final year politics student at the University of Essex. Um, this is like my four-year sandwich program of a placement. And next year, I want to do teacher training postgrad. That's great. Thank you so much. So stress is something that we deal with in our day-to-day lives. So today we want to focus more specifically on stress throughout your university lives and how you cope and overcome it. Um, For any of our listeners out there, if you want to know any more information about what stress is or how you become more resilient, you can visit the mind.org.uk website. So let's start with a question for Veronica. Um, Do you remember there being a significant change in lifestyle or studying when you started university? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Obviously, the change that comes through time. Um, So um, I, I moved from Italy to the UK in my first year. And throughout my first year, I completely changed as a person. I came out of it that I was completely different when I when I first moved in. First of all, because I was studying, <clears throat> sorry, I was studying a degree that I chose myself. So I wasn't back in high school where most of my subjects were forced upon me or imposed by the school. So I was doing something that I liked. And this brought me to um, kind of like develop a system of, um, revision like arrange my studies in a better way because I was also more motivated um I also I was also growing up and I was in a different environment I was living at uni away from home I had to develop I had to, had to develop a system which also goes beyond my studies so not just learn and understand how to arrange my studies at university but also um kind of uh unlike arrange my time for eating or doing laundry or exercising and doing chores at home, which is something that obviously I didn't have to worry about before because I was living with my with my parents or my mom would cook for me. Um, she'll do, she would help with laundry or she, I, I didn't have to worry about most of the things like grocery shopping. Well, and I had just free time, like I could arrange my time as I wanted. So I didn't have to worry about all these things. I could just focus on my studies. Well, at uni, it's different. You have to go to lectures and not because it's like, you can, you can, you could just be staying at home, but if you don't go to lecture, you miss out on things. And obviously your grades are not going to be as good. And this is something you don't want. Um, you have to learn how to deal with um, going out with your friends, going to the bar, going to get coffee, going clubbing and 
try and not get too um, involved in it and like leave your studies behind. Um, and oh, it's a change that obviously uh, affected my entire personality as well. So not just didn't it didn't just change the way I arrange my studies, like the way I, um, for instance, I take notes and I uh, I, I listen to. Uh, pre-recorded lectures and I listen again to my lectures and all that which is something I'll never have done in high school just listen again to a lecture that I didn't want to listen in the first place so it's not just that it's also um, the way I dress because or the way I eat because you just meet so many people it's such a multicultural place so many people that come from everywhere and talking to these people becoming friends with someone that comes from Hawaii for instance, for instance or Marrakesh or Hong Kong, which is where some of my friends are from, this really affects you as a human being in general. So also the way you dress, like some the music I listen to, um, how, like what you eat, you discover new things, new people. So yeah, of course, that's, that's a massive change from where I, when, I'm, when I first started uni to now. I'm a completely different person. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that, Veronica. And Catherine, um, how does university compare to when you were at college or sixth form? Is there much difference there? Um, in some ways, I found it easier. Like I know when I was in sixth form, I was stressed quite a lot, mainly because I was dealing with. So I went to a different sixth form than my school um, for many reasons, um, and I was doing obviously. Um, when you go to sixth form or college, you have to pick like the four subjects that you you know will then shape your university. So it's kind of quite stressful. Um, and when I went to college, they said you have to do four subjects. Um, I ended up only doing three because I knew that was best for me. And I kind of, one thing I realised at sixth form is that at the end of the day, I'm I'm the one who's doing this. I'm the one who has to cope. I'm the one who has to manage of all my like responsibilities. So I found my voice, like I, I stood up in a polite way, of course, I stood up to my teachers and said, I know who I am, like this is best for me. So going to uni, I found it easier because... Like, I was doing a subject that I chose to do. Yeah, there were some things I didn't understand or some modules I found harder, but at least it was, like, one subject. It wasn't, like, it was just politics. It wasn't politics, history, media. You know, it was all within one, like, blanket subject. Um, so I'd be more focused. Uh, and also, the university makes you feel like you're not alone. Like, I, I moved from London to Essex, so not very far. But I know that, you know, I was one of many people who'd also moved from down the road in Clacton or another country you know we were all here new um and the university did a lot to help make you better um and I got involved with the societies quite quickly because that's how I with my friends with my flatmates I, I think it was all about like having an environment where like everyone wants to make the best of it everyone everyone wants to like have the best experience so it I, I felt more settled than I did in college that's really helpful. Thank you so much. Um, just to mention to our listeners as well, um, all of these things that we're talking about can be really stressful. And the NHS website actually offers some useful tips, including some stress busters for you to sort of understand how to relax and take the situation as it is. As Catherine mentioned, she knew it was best for her to sort of stick to three subjects rather than four. So doing those sort of things will really help to reduce stress in your life. Um, prospects.ac.uk also provide resources for students to read about why mental health is important to keep in mind while you're studying at university. So our listen to, listeners can have a look there too. 
Um, now, a question for Veronica. Um, can you remember a time at university where you felt stressed? Uh, yeah, of course, many. Um, so I feel like one of the time I was most stressed was in my first year um, when, so obviously law is a very, very hard subject, like it's very intense. And in first year, you start quite easily. So you don't have deadlines in your first couple of months. And I was very relaxed. I was like, oh, this is easy, this is nice. Until I was, I had like four deadlines in one week. And I was also a year student. So it wasn't, uh, obviously I, uh, my English wasn't as good. I um, I was coming from a different country. And I, I, I didn't think I was up to the standards. Uh, for instance, like my writing skills were not as good. And I was there trying to, organized my studies and um, stress because I didn't think that my work was good enough and I didn't know what to do. And so the way I've, I've dealt with it, which I'm really proud of actually, is I just asked for help, which I think is something that, like if you doing asking for help takes courage and, but it's also the easiest and most, like, most efficient way to solve your issues. So you're not alone. There are so many other students that are in your position. So what I did, for instance, was asking my um, my friends that were from the UK or people that spoke English as their as first language to help me out with my essay structure, reread my essays, and just asking like just uh, asking for where I made a mistake and fix my mistakes and understanding from it. And I feel like by care, like by always asking someone else to maybe proofread my essays or. Um, the uni also offers support supports on it, so you can go and ask. And there's also um, like your tutors or your lecturers they're available for you. Um, there's methods that, that there's also like some kind of uh, there's programs where you can go and they help you improve your writing skills, your speaking skills. Um, so I guess yeah, that really helped me out. Um, so I would maybe um, I'd be um, if I was stressed like sitting down five hours before my deadline I'd be sending out I'd be going up to your friend or someone that you know I barely knew but I knew that was doing my same course and I'd be like excuse me can you please help me out and read my essay or maybe have a chat and like this person but by like having this person uh, reading my my work and like saying yeah this is good this is bad uh, even like even if there was a lot of criticism I knew that by fixing all of this my work was good enough and I felt more confident and I felt like I was improving and that helped me relax and helped me feeling more confident in what I was submitting. And also when you feel like you've done, um, even if your work isn't good enough, if you have, if you're pleased with yourself, like, Oh yeah, I've done everything I could. Uh, I've, um, I've worked enough. Uh, I worked out hard enough. Even if you don't get the grade that you were expecting, you're satisfied because you know, you know that you put all the effort that you could put in, like you're satisfied with yourself. So that's how I coped with it. I think that's great. Um, and I also think that you pointed out something very, very good there, um, which is the common myth that comes around about students not getting any support at universities. And I feel like everyone keeps sort of trying to say that there's not much help that you can get. But as you mentioned, there is a lot of help from friends, tutors, professors, everyone, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember my tutor helped me and not just with my like essays or anything but also like for instance uh, applying with national insurance or stuff like this absolutely so there is a lot of support yeah thank you like um I was I was just going to say that as well, um, reiterate how um, there is so much support there um, that, that's available and um, 
for, for our listeners now as well, just remember that your schools and colleges um, are there to support you as well. So if you're currently experiencing um, some worries or stresses, reach out to your teachers or a trusted adult because um, it's really important to, to, to speak about those issues. Um, I was just going to sort of mention um, sort of exercises um, that we could do to to support ourselves in these sorts of times um, because it's it's great that we can talk to people but there might be some sort of um, some tips that you guys have for dealing with stresses in your own um, in your own time and I've come across this um, this activity called the, the the circle of control and influence and it's taken from Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people and it basically um, helps you to address um, the concerns in your life but um, helps helps you to put it into perspective what maybe you you shouldn't necessarily be worrying about um, because there are there will be concerns in your life that you have absolutely no control over um, and and so there's no point in worrying about them, basically, because you can't do anything um, about them. But there are other areas that we can influence. Um, for example, what time we get up in the morning. Obviously, we have complete control over that. And it's important to sort of focus on those much smaller things to make us feel more um, to feel happier, less stressed, less overwhelmed. And at times we can find ourselves focusing on all the bigger things um, that we simply can't do anything about um, so by doing this activity it um, can really help with that and um, if you want to do if listeners want to do this activity there's loads um, um, of resources online but we'll also be um, making the resources available on our website and if you are a registered listener so if you've completed the online registration form we'll be sending all of these um, sort of resources that we mention and links to websites um, in our follow-up emails um, but yeah I just wanted to reach out to you Catherine and ask whether you have any sort of um, activities or self-help things for when you're feeling um, overwhelmed and you've already reached out to someone but perhaps there's like an activity or something that helps to keep you um, back on that pathway sure um i'm quite stressed at the moment what with the current situation as well as having essays due starting a new term having to like stay up to date with my reading and going to class on time like and making making sure you're prepared for your classes um, before we recorded this, actually, I just spoke to one of my professors about it. And, you know, just like Veronica was saying, they're always there to help you, um, which is very good. Uh, one thing I've done to like manage what I need to do is I've got post-it notes all around me where I've basically written down everything I need to do, but broken down. So say for one of my lectures, I need to, um, I've got two readings, I've got three like videos to watch. I've made them like little targets. Or for my essay I've got to do, I've put, okay, read um, the slides, um, do a basic plan. Like, it's more achievable rather than saying target, write essay, you know. Because um, for me, if I've if I've got it planned in front of me, if I've got my sources in front of me, if I've got my information in front of me, I can sit down in, like, a few hours and get it done, no matter, even if it's, like, a 1,000 words or 3,000 words. Like, it's definitely helped. And also, it's the satisfaction of grabbing your pen 
and just crossing off things you've done oh. you feel like you've done something yeah yeah definitely I, I um I would I, I definitely agree with that I I love writing a list um it helps you feel productive it keeps you on task and yeah ticking off those those things that you've done just fills you with that satisfaction and you know what I can move on to the next thing and um, a little top tip here um, when you're writing a list put on the top of your list to write a list so that as soon as you've written that list you've got at least one thing you can tick off um, so yeah thank you for that Catherine um, Veronica have you got um, any sort of top tips or anything that you use to help you keep focused when you're feeling a bit overwhelmed uh, well of course um, well, I do kind of when I, whenever I feel really really stressed, I usually just take a break because there is no point in just like try and force yourself to focus when you're just overwhelmed and all you can think of is oh man, they're gonna make it. I don't have enough time. Uh, this is the work I've done is not good enough. So I would usually just take a break. Uh, if there's someone in the house with me, my housemates, I go and I speak to them. I go outside for a short walk. I go grab a coffee. Um, I just have just having a chat with my husband like ten minutes will calm me down. Or if I'm alone, I, I play the guitar a bit. If you have any hobbies, I suggest I don't know if you like drawing, just sit down, listen to music, draw, um, play an instrument, uh, play listen to a song, take a shower. Taking a shower really helps me out. Um, and then you get back to work. You're more relaxed. You're more focused. You you think clearly as well. So you just establish okay, right? I've I've got this time. This is what I can do, I'm going to do it. Um, also, I believe establishing a goal um, in the long term and short term really helps. So, for instance, in the long term, like, why am I studying? What, what do I want to do when I finish this year? I want to get a vocation scheme. I want to get an internship. So, I focus my work on getting a vocation scheme. And in the short term, is okay, I've got an essay due um, in a week. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to study every day. But on Wednesday, for instance, I want to go out with my friends. I want to allow for one night off that I can relax and take a break. So I look forward to that night. So I study and I know that I'm going to have that break on that day. And then I carry on revising and I carry on doing my work and then I submit my work and I allow myself for one day off and then I carry on working again after that. So I guess this, this kind of method can help you out feeling more, if you're feeling like really overwhelmed well, or stressed. Yeah. It can give you a way out and escape. Yeah, definitely. I think it's important to remember that um, university life isn't just studying um, and the same for school and college. You don't just study. There are times to speak to friends and, and do other activities that you're interested in, whether that's sports or or other clubs and things. And it's the same for university life as well. There are opportunities for you to just do what you enjoy and you should and, and perhaps having those rewards I guess we could call them rewards that you look forward to once you have completed a bit of work. Um, and I, I like that you mentioned sort of coloring or having a shower or, and I, I guess you could sort of relate that to mindfulness and just taking those, you might not realize that you're being um, or doing sort of mindfulness practice, but you are, you're sort of, you're thinking about something else other than your work and you're just taking that time away to reframe your mind and and help you to think clearly before you carry on with your studies um so yeah that was really helpful thank you thank you to both of you actually for those tips um and that kind of links on to what I was going to ask you next which was about motivation um so we've just mentioned about the sort of uh rewards and goals and things to look forward to um 
But is there anything else, um, perhaps, Catherine? What what keeps you motivated when you're at university? Um, definitely a goal. The goals that Veronica was talking about is definitely one of the things I do. Like I say, right, okay, I'm working till I don't know five, and then at five I have this to do. Like I do a lot of society work, so. On a Monday, for example, I'll have um, loads and loads of lectures, and then I've got my I've got my society at six thirty to look forward to. Or um, another thing I do is, as I said, like I write down small targets. I motivate myself by ticking them off. That's a good skill. But also, I feel I'm just repeating the same points. But like, think about the long term goal. You know, why are you here? Why are you doing this? So I, I'm doing quite well in my degree, but I know that in order to be able to be to do my training next year i need to complete my degree so even if i'm feeling so unmotivated i'm thinking right in a few months time this will be done like i will be submitting all my essays i'll be having a nice you know summer i'll be planning my next steps like that does help a lot um and having people around you to support you so my partner my housemate it's all like come on like even like a little message every now and then saying come on like um today my housemate knew I was struggling so she sent me like a little gif of like a rabbit or something and said like you can do it and like little stupid things like that make you feel like okay yeah it'll get that's really nice that you've got people around you like that as well um and yeah that's great to think about your your short-term and your long-term goals goals like Veronica mentioned earlier as well um and you can do that in terms of like short-term goals for the day so what do you want to achieve today um what do you want to achieve in a week as in short term it can be um anything um recent and your long-term goals can be sort of next month or even next year or what you want to achieve in a few years time um and that can sort of help you as well address what you need to get done now um, and maybe make you feel a little bit less stressed because you've addressed those things that you need to overcome or need to do. Um, Veronica, is there anything else you would add to um, helping you to keep motivated and perhaps um, some advice for current students um, as well? Well, I'd say... Um a lot of times it happens that uh, when you are working, you have um, like, well, let's just say like two or three deadlines, two or three essays or assignments. And obviously you're not going to love all of them. So my system to try and I'll help myself, help it, helping keeping myself motivated is I try and split like what I like doing with what I don't like doing. I try not, because most people, what they do is like, okay, I'm going to start doing what I like. So at least this is done. But for me, it doesn't really work because once doing what I like is done, then I've left with everything I don't like doing. And it's really, really um, hard to keep myself focused and motivated when I'm doing something I really don't enjoy. So I try and like do maybe a little bit of like what I don't like. And then I look forward forward in doing, try and do what I like. And I try and alternate the two of them. And I feel like this system helps me um, staying focused on my work. Because if I try and do maybe the assignment I'm not very keen on doing, and then when I feel like I've had too much of it, I I move on to what I like and I'll be more focused and more productive. And then once I've done that, I'll I'll go back to the the ugly assignment, let's just say, and then do the exact same thing. And that helps me do all my work regardless. And I, I feel like I'm way more productive like that. 
That's a really, really good point. Um, I think that method might work for actually quite a few people to try and split the good things and the things that you don't really look forward to doing rather than leaving yourself stranded with just the things that you know, you might not be that motivated to do. Um, so yeah, definitely thank you guys so much for all of those little tips and tricks. Um, there are some good resources for our listeners as well that are um, available um, on places such as mindfulnessforstudents.co.uk or even apps such as Headspace, which provide activities um, for mindfulness and meditation. Um but yeah, thank you so much to our guests today, um, Veronica and Catherine. Thank you for sharing your experiences with us. Um, it was really useful to hear all of your experiences as well as how you deal with it. And it really shows that there are so many different ways to cope and combat stress. Um, I definitely use some of these tips myself, as Veronica mentioned, just walking away from a piece of work for five, 10 minutes uh, when you're not being productive. That's something that really helps me too. So I find that super, super helpful. Yeah, definitely. Like Karina said, I also um, love a good list um, that really helps to make me feel productive. And so it just shows that um, there are many ways that we can use these sort of um, strategies to help us deal with stressful times and um, that can be at any point in your life and if you're a student now at school or college you can use these sort of tips to to help you through that um, part of your education and obviously prepare yourself for if you decide to go to university or anywhere else for that matter um, and so yeah it, this is um this has been really really helpful thank you and i hope that it will help other people um other students as well definitely um as katie mentioned previously all of our resources that we signposted to and more um in this episode will be emailed to everyone who has registered um to receive updates about the podcast but they will also be available on our website so if you haven't completed an online form you can either email outreach at essex.ac.uk and we'll send it to you or you can find it on the sick form resources page um on the university website and um, that means that you will also um, you won't miss out on any of our other episodes that we'll be recording um, for this podcast as well um, which is great <laughs> so that's it that brings us to the end of our first episode of understanding university the ultimate uni podcast thank you so much to all of our listeners um, if anything discussed today has affected you there are services available on the nhs website which provide 24-hour advice and support as well as help to speak to a mental health professional um, this can all be found by googling nhs where to get urgent help for mental health please feel free to email us if you do need any further support thank you and goodbye the University of Essex podcast. Research, experience and information.